You're listening to Raga's Live Festival. Here is the 7 a.m. set. It's Womenly Voices of Jodhpur Riff, recorded at the uh, Marangar Fort, Jodhpur, Rajasthan, India. That's with Sumitra Devi on vocals, harmonium, Ganga and Sundar on vocals, Mohini Devi on vocals, Sushila on Kartal and Manjira, Shyam Rao on Manjira, Asin Khan on Sindhi Sarangi, and there's additional vocals from Sadiq Khan on Dolak. Enjoy.
मन प्रीति नो को
जन्मी मेरते और सकल श्री श्रीमोलिष्ट श्रीमोल जगत में सारा जानी आगे अनेक के बाया के रानी जिनकी रीत सगराम कहे है बेकुंता मीरा जनमी मेरते जन परिणादी चित्तो
करे अरे दास बाप जी दस क्यों कालो जाग जी दास करे अरे दास बाप जी दस क्यों कालो नाग जी दास करे अरे दास बाप जी दस क्यों कालो नाग जी दास करे अरे दास बाप जी Hey, do 
David, this is your chance. You have two Carnatic musicians here with you to ask My all the questions. <laughs> you know we're better <laughs> than the one up north. Um, just kidding. Uh, your chance to ask all the questions you've been scared to ask. Oh, from uh, okay. When is it going to be over? Concert. <laughs> Rude. Wow. Security. That was rough. That was rough. Okay, she want to start no, over. No. Um, no, I, I, there's a lot of uh, mysteries for, for most people. They One mystery is what is going on, like, in Carnatic music, the, the percussionist is, like, so much looser. Uh, right. They're not, like, really keeping the time in the same sense or, or at all. So what's what's going on with the time in, in Carnatic music? Yeah. I'll take this one, Arun. Yeah, uh, you got it. Uh, you know, I think it's... Um, the, the the percussionist is an equal equal member of the ensemble, and so mm-hmm. uh, you know the great Shivaram and Umayalpuram Shivaraman would say that the mridangam is actually a melodic instrument as well. It's not just a rhythmic instrument, so it's not as much a function of just keeping the time or the groove. They are actually imbuing the experience with their own sets of calculations, with their own way of cutting cutting up the song of providing other grooves that, you know, so the singer might be singing phrases in a four and they're in a three, you know. And so it's also, it's this layering that's happening that's actually yeah. giving you the, the experience. It's and, not just any one musician on stage. And they're playing for the song. Like they'll, yeah. they'll, they'll know the song and when the song is going to get and have like a rhythmic pattern, they know that rhythmic pattern. So they hit it with you. And then it goes back into uh, like a, a melodic line that is a little more subdued and they'll get subdued. So they're kind of really like moving with the other musicians. And during the improvisation, they're predicting what the singer or the violinist may do. And they're jumping on it when they know what's going to happen. So it's very alive, you know? Yeah. It's, and the, the composers, they were, it was it, it's, it's kind of around the same time as Mozart and, and these guys. It's kind of like. Yeah, we're talking late 1700s, early mm-hmm. 1800s. That, um, But I mean, there, there are composers from the early 1900s. And, um, but. There is a trinity, of, you know, three composers that composed a large chunk of the repertoire that's played today, and that all was in the late eighteen hundreds, early uh, late seventeen hundreds, early eighteen hundreds. Mm-hmm. And so, there's never a situation where someone knows a song and someone else doesn't. Like, oh man! That oh, happens, that I'm going to pass this one on conveniently Are to the talking? violinist. I mean, it happens. <laughs> It happens very often. And, you know, there's so many compositions. So singers will, you know, show up and have a, a list of songs that they want to play. And the violinist and the merlangus won't even know what the singer's going to sing. Um, so it, it'll very much happen that, you know, the violinist or the merlangus doesn't know the song. And then the second the singer starts, you got to listen closely, identify the raga, and then figure out what the melody is and just play along with it. And a lot of times the the songs are are 
based on uh, rhythmic ideas first before the melodies come in or or not so much? They're really hand in hand, I would say, yeah. because uh-huh. so there is so much percussion and rhythm even in the melodic shapes, mm-hmm. uh-huh. you know. So if you if you change the rhythm, the sub-rhythms of a particular melodic phrase, it almost kind of takes you outside of the raga. You know, like there's there's a pulse in terms of how these ragas work. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, um, some of the typical phrases of a raga that you're trying to emote have a like inbuilt rhythm inside of it. Mm-hmm. So the songs kind of follow that, you know. Um, and different composers have also different ways of utilizing rhythm. You know, Tiagaraja's songs never, like, very often don't start on the downbeat. They'll start, mm-hmm. like, three beats after, and it has kind of this kind of flow to mm. it, you know, that's really kind of, like, rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas other composers, you know, are very, like, on on the beat, but it's, like, mm-hmm. very majestic. It has this, like, gait, like an elephant. So it's, you know, very majestic. So there's different vibes for different composers, and... Yeah, there's a lot of variety. And people say that there's like, I don't know what it is, 101 or whatever. There's a whole bunch of ragas or something like that in South Indian music. Way right? more than 101. Okay, 1,001. Yeah. Well. <laughs> something in between. Yeah. Somewhere, but, somewhere but there's some huge us. number, but how many do people really play? That's a good oh, question. That's a good I mean, what do you say, Rupa? Yeah, well, I'm going to avoid the math part of that question and say that, well, you know, it's a, because raga is, yes, a theoretical construct, but it really comes to life through practice, right? There's only so much you could lecture about a raga. Pretty soon you have to start playing clips and do the, doing the listening to really get into the soul of it, you know? Yeah. There's 72 mela kartas, which are, have complete set of seven notes, unique, non-overlapping set of seven notes up going up, seven notes going down. So there's at least 72. Right. But of I would those say 72, how many of those are actually Are actually, played? yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe 30, yeah. More, yeah, half, yeah. So, I mean, there might be like, you know, 50 to 60 ragas that are played very often that you're going to hear and, you know, that most Carnatic musicians would know and be able to play on. Uh, but there's many more than that that exist. And what's the new what's the new thing that this generation of musicians are doing that's different than a prior generation? I mean, I think I think this generation of musicians is influenced by more than maybe just Carnatic music. And maybe I'm saying that from my own perspective, being you know um, born in America and raised here and having a lot of different influences. But I think that maybe the case even with musicians in India, um, trying to explore and find new ways to express some of these ragas. Yeah. Um, I'd say so. that there is an openness to that now that um, maybe in the past wasn't uh, thought as highly of. Yeah, and I think with things like YouTube where it's really easy to listen to a master from the you know turn of the 20th century to you know, a more up and coming artist who's, you know, in circulation yesterday, I think there's just a lot more sense of kind of like the possibilities. And so as a result, there's just more of a tendency to try to experiment and find the new thing to do, the the new exciting thing to do. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I think you are going to see more people experimenting with some of these ragas that you don't usually hear in circulation that are not in the 100 to 200 ragas you always hear. And actually trying to develop a canon like, a set of phrases, you know, that we can rely on the way we know when you sing a Shankarabaranam or a Thori or Bhairavi, you know what the phrases are. And, but I think we need people to start developing some of these other ragas. And I am seeing a lot more younger musicians starting to compose too, yeah, um, which, which is, is really cool. Yeah, which is really cool. And that's, that's a way of, 
kind of really tapping into what is is you know what this generation has to offer yeah. um and that that didn't happen before composing you know mm-hmm. so i think that's a beautiful thing and like so much of it stuff i mean I've, I've spent a little bit of time with our our friends uh viku vinay kram and 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 that whole mm-hmm. self-ignition and swami Antan family and it seems like their conception of rhythm is, is completely unique in all musical approaches you know it's like a very um well uh mathematical like uh just really almost like a scientific yeah. uh, uh study of what's what's possible with yeah. rhythm i mean maybe you could tell i think us a that's about that. you know i think that is the way many carnatic musicians think to be honest it's very systematic it's logical it's um it's natural, right? Just the way overtones stack on top of each other in a certain way. Um, the logic behind mathematical concepts in Thala and the way, you know, something that is in a time cycle of three, that the multiples of three and different variations of that will fall in the one, you know, and that you can really find as many variations as you want and you can keep changing it. And it's kind of limitless. So, I mean, it's it's kind of a way of thinking, you know, you, like, you know, one thing and based mm. on that, you can create so much just mm. by adapting this one piece of knowledge that you have. Well, anyway, I'm going to let you guys get in place. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, performance coming up from none other than the world famous Rupa Mahadevan. <laughs> this is at uh, Pioneer Works, Brooklyn, filmed by Jennifer Atia. And um, everybody is really um, psyched. Uh, who, who's on um, a Kavi? Kavi Srinivasaragavan on Rudangam. And um, so at this time, um, we will transport ourselves all together to Pioneer Works in Brooklyn, New York. Enjoy. 